Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 18th of March, 2021. This is The Gap, episode 557. I'm Luke Laurie. Joe Gurry is here as always. Always? Always. Always. Like the song, like the Bon Jovi song. Fuck it's yeah. your favorite, isn't it? I mean, how do you pick How do you pick your favorite Sunrise? Like, they're all fantastic. That one, <laughs> I think I think my favorite is Wanted Dead or Alive. It is just yeah. such a winner. But always, I think I think it might be number two. What would it be better? Don't say living on a prayer. It's played out. Um, that's that. That's the uh, the go to, isn't it? That's the the one everyone knows. Yeah, but you're going deeper. You're going for the ones that people don't recognize. Well, don't I, I, don't, I don't know that always wanted dead or alive are necessarily all that much mm. deeper. But uh, like they're definitely deeper than than living on a prayer. But like you know. I think everyone knows always, and everyone knows wanted. If you are listening to this and you don't recognize either of those songs, go and look them up. You're about to have the best fucking time. It's about, I don't know, always like five minutes fucking long. Once they is about four minutes long. Like, that's nearly ten minutes of just absolute smash hits. That's fantastic. What a fucking day for you. Where do you, uh, where do you stick, like, Better Roses in there as well? Uh, that is actually, yeah, see, that's... That's a fucking amazing song. That is an amazing karaoke song, like underrated karaoke classic, right? Because it just swells at the end there, right? Like, and then everyone's singing along because it's so fucking obvious what like what the words are that like you just get the entire karaoke room sing along, which is fantastic, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Bad medicine as well. Remember karaoke? I don't remember. I remember when you used to be able to go to karaoke. Good times. Remember outside? <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know. I've, I've been places. I was at a bar on Tuesday. I played Brooklyn right. Nine-Nine Trivia. I, okay. uh, we, we didn't win. We came a third, which won us a jug of beer. Right. Which okay. was yeah, all we nice. really wanted. So yeah. we were the how real How many winners. people on the team? Uh, there were six of us. Ah, uh, so you got... Half half a glass each. Uh, well, no. By then, I think it was only me and Nate and Gerald still drinking. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, Easy. Yeah. You know, a, f- a full glass each. Easy. Mm. Um, and no, it was really only my wife and I actually contributing to the trivia because we right. had literally just finished a rewatch of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We didn't go to this mm. trivia on purpose. We were there... And like they had this big sign that said Monday trivia night, uh, but it was Tuesday, and they were doing trivia. And I'm like, whatever. Uh, and they're like, they it's just Brooklyn do trivia Nine every Nine night there. Trivia. I'm like, uh, yeah. all right. Um, <laughs> that seems convenient. The only the only thing that could have been better is just after our Brooklyn Nine Nine rewatch, we rewatched what we do in the shadows. Okay. Which is a better show in my opinion only because it yeah. might be the best best comedy to come out in forever but uh it may have broken up some of my knowledge a little bit i may have been thinking about you know nandor and Nadja and laszlo as opposed to jake and charles and amy anyway um Good stuff. We're starting this podcast a teeny bit late because I was on the toilet playing Slay the Spire on my mobile phone 
and <laughs> that game is ruining my life, but I, I, I've beaten it. I've now beaten it on PC, and I've beaten it on the phone. The toilet. So, yeah, I, I was beating <laughs> I was beating it on the on the toilet. Uh, that's got two meanings. Beating it. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I know. For those at home I get listening, it. I was doing a, a hand signal. Yes. Uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah. Been playing more Slay the Spire. I finished it as each character, because you've got to finish it as each character to unlock the final boss. And then I've just been slamming my head against the wall trying to beat it properly as the defect the defect is the obviously the best character if you've never played Slayer Spire it is a roguelike deck builder uh one of the best probably the best uh of the of the class and uh you start off with a basic hand and you slowly work your way through until you've got a more generally a larger hand um, sometimes, sometimes a small hand if you're particularly crafty, um, and yeah, each each character like there's four characters. There were three when I first started playing, but there's four characters, and each character has different cards that they get access to, and they use them in different ways. The defect is is a character that has these orbs that float above his head. Hmm. And he winds up doing um, sort of passive damage using those, although they're not all damage orbs. Um, and yeah, playing as him becomes a case of making sure you can live long enough to do enough passive damage to actually win. By the end, uh, I had, I think I had 21 cards. Uh, I wasn't planning on having 21 cards, but like right at the end, um, like right before you go into the final boss fight. I had 20 cards all the way through the Act 3 boss fight and uh, and then you go to the shop. Like there's always a shop before the final boss uh, and always an elite fight. Uh, but they had a upgraded focus card, uh, which is a power card. And focus right. is what the uh, is the stat that the passive damage the defect does is based on, and because I had um, echo form, which doubles the first card you play every turn, mm-hmm. um, I wanted as much focus as I could get. Because what I was able to do in the final boss fight was I played echo form. And then when focus came up, I played it. I got double the focus. I already had a focus in my hand. And so I wound up, uh, it wound up being that I was doing something like two, seven, 11, 11 damage per lightning orb plus the uh, frozen orbs were giving me passive shield as well. And so I was just basically invincible. The other thing that happened was at the shop. The shop before the final boss sold that relic. Relics are like powerful items that you get that aren't cards that modify your playstyle. Uh, I got a relic that made me int- intangible every um, every six turns. And huge. Absolutely massive. 
because uh, I, I absolutely would have lost against the final boss if I hadn't managed to be intangible for... Because he just winds up doing... It just, like, you've got a max limit of damage that you can do per turn. And I hit it. I bounced up against it. It's like 300. Uh, and anytime you play a card, you take a damage. And, yeah, uh, I rammed into the 300 limit. And I could actually finish it off, but you can't do... Like, it just won't do any more damage after that. And he... Like, the next turn, the, the final boss was doing... I think it was, like, fucking... It would have been up to 80, because he keeps getting strength over the course of the fight. He would have been doing 80 damage, and that's more than you start with. Like, you don't start with that max HP. Um, mm -hmm. So he was absolutely going to fucking belt me. He'd been doing it over and over again but that was the turn that the intangible kicked in and so he did one damage instead um and that was all i needed because i could i was able to do 300 damage a turn he's only got 999 health but by the time i was doing 300 a turn i'd already done um like 450 or so so i just needed to finish him off and i won and it was pretty good and that was just hmm. just then just on the toilet, just then. Because, um, yeah, it's on your phone, and it's fantastic. What a game. Nice. Huge fan. Um, yeah. I'm still, like, it still does annoy... I don't know if I talked about this much last week, but it does a bunch of stuff that annoys the fuck out of me. Playing the wrong cards sometimes, stuff like that. Um, I've definitely run into that a couple of times. I lost a run that I thought was going to be an absolute winner um, because... I played the wrong card and like it might sound like if it might sound bad right like I think it does sound bad but if you've played Slay the Spy you know uh especially with with characters like the defect um every everything you do has to be in a precise order it's not like you can just sort of fucking throw whatever out there there is a specific order that you need to do a lot of stuff in or else it will not carry off and you will die. And mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Playing the wrong card at the wrong time is a banger for that shit. Anyway. Um, right. So, anyway, Slay the Spire. Good stuff. Cool. Still loving it. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, all right. Let's just keep on rolling here. Uh, let's go with Skyrim. We'll just go down this list, I guess. All right. Um, Skyrim, obviously, uh, some big Bethesda news over the week, uh, which we'll get into a bit later on. But uh, I guess the gist of it is uh, Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls, is now available on Game Pass. Right. So Game Pass and like Game Pass for PC. Mm -hmm. um, so like... That's across both Xbox and and PC, um, yep. And yeah, this is the this is the version that, well, at least last week it was still going for fucking sixty bucks on the store, which is insanity. Um, I think it's always going for sixty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> like I think even on Steam it's that much. I can check now, but it's it's generally full price. Like it's one of those games that people will just pay money for and people will mm. buy it. Um, it's forty. It's forty US. So yeah, it's still sixty. Um, 
60, yeah, Australia. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's a, I don't know, that's a pretty big one. Um, like I was excited to play it. I've never, like, I haven't been able to play mods for ages cause I don't have the special edition version of Skyrim and I refuse to pay 60 bucks for a 10 year old game. So do you need the special, ed- you, you don't need the special edition to play Skyrim to play mods for most of the mods you actually do. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Uh, like the the stuff, actually, this is pretty key to the entire thing. Um, the Skyrim script extender, yeah. SKSE, has been largely updated or is mostly updated to work ah, with the SE build uh, while yeah. they maintain some old updates for the classic so uh yeah a lot of right. newer mods don't work except in sky uh, s like special edition yeah okay anyway that's important to note because the skyrim skse does not work with the windows store version of skyrim and mm-hmm. according to the skse team it probably never will yeah and this was actually like this this was it for me i was i've been toying with this uh this idea uh for a little while now so i've written a uh, opinion piece that'll go up on the gapodcast.com that's basically breaking down how i think the windows store and the game pass for pc dramatically needs to improve as fast as humanly possible because at, uh, in its current form it's it's just not there it's not good enough um I didn't include this in the opinion piece because it's already written and I've already recorded the uh, the VO for the video. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I didn't include this, but I, I know that it, it's got a sound entitled, right? Everyone, I, I talk about this a bit, you know, the concept of the entitled gamer, how I reject the idea because we are entitled to things that we pay money for. Uh, that is literally how... You know, the exchange of goods works, uh, goods and services for money works. But um, yeah, like I'm just like, I understand that if it, it's going to sound entitled, right? Oh, Game Pass isn't good enough on PC, blah, 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 blah. And people are going to be like, well, these are free games, aren't they? First of all, they're not free. Okay. You pay for the Game Pass. Okay. We've got to, like, we've got to, divorce ourselves from this notion that games on game pass are free they aren't free they are part of the subscription model uh nobody thinks that like oh yeah you've got so many movies on netflix for free right when they dump out another fucking trash adam sandler joint uh you can't complain about things that aren't up to par and there's a lot about the game pass that's not up to par and a lot of it is very recent. In the opinion piece, I talk about three games. Wreckfest, which can't be played cross-store cross platform. Uh, and so we couldn't play against Heath, who's got it on Steam. And also can't be modded at all, um, despite having a robust modding community. I talk about Cricket 19, which doesn't work. Uh, you cannot play it online at all. And... Uh, Skyrim, which mm-hmm. has mods enabled, which is a function that they deliberately added, 
but they have added it in such a way and it is tied so inextricably to the Windows Store that it can't be done properly and it can't be done in, in the manner that people are used to. And it makes all of those games are dramatically below par compared to what you get elsewhere. Like, if we were to take the Netflix example again, it would be like if they were like, well, shit, you don't even need to. You look at Disney Plus when they did The Simpsons and they did the fucking 240p rips version that you used to see passed around at LAN parties. People were like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I've got all The Simpsons. And you'd go into it and it'd pop up in real media player in a fucking square smaller than a fucking postage stamp and you'd be like oh yeah look, that's Bart <laughs> classic oh he's got all the Simpsons now I've got all the Simpsons I'm so glad I came to this land party and everyone playing Counter-Strike is like what the fuck is taking up all the bandwidth why can't why are we getting fucking lag we're on the land anyway um yeah you don't need to like Disney Plus did exactly that you still have to jump through hoops if you want to watch it in a reasonable format it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much just what happens on the Xbox Game Pass for PC. Like even games that are now, thanks to the, the sale of Bethesda, published by Microsoft, aren't as good as they are elsewhere. And that is fucking ridiculous. The Windows Store needs to be fixed like as soon as possible. There's like, that's not even, that's barely scraping the surface of the problem that the Windows Store have, although those are like subpar versions of games you can get elsewhere is a huge part of what I think um, the problem is. Like there's so many more problems. The idea that you never know, like you use the Xbox app or the Xbox Game Pass app or the fucking Windows Store app or fucking whatever to download it. Trying to fucking tell it where to download is a pain in the dick. If you want to look at the fucking files themselves, you have to spend 10 minutes changing fucking permission settings on the folders. Yeah, yeah that's a pain. Like, all this shit is out of control. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. The DRM is some of the fucking worst there is. Like, I've never seen anything quite like it. And, yeah, they fucking need to fix it ASAP. Anyway. Uh, so Skyrim, I can't play it with mods anyway. So that was that was good. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you should check out. Uh, it was Nexus mods where I downloaded all mine. I think last year, right? Um, and I, I don't have the special edition of Skyrim. I just got a normal one, and right. it seems to be okay on that. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, it, it's possible that there may be stuff that they're like modders are focusing more on the special edition one at the moment, but the, the, you can definitely grab stuff that was working last year on okay. there at least. So at least that's there. Like uh, the whole Windows store thing is just a mess as it is. Like yeah. it's um, the stuff they do with security on that app is ridiculous. Like mm. not being able to access folders <laughs> to yeah. look inside and stuff to see like, is there stuff in here that I can delete, but you can't even go in and look at it. And like, I've got a background in, in, in it server admin and, and, uh, security and things like that. And for me, like even that is a pain in the ass to try and get into some of those folders. Sometimes it's just such a fucking effort, um, where I just want to go in there and, and like, see is, 
is this working okay? Um, I was trying to install some, uh, I was trying to install the Outer Worlds uh, over the last week and I couldn't install it on one of my drives. It just wouldn't let me anymore. And when I go into, I try and go into that folder to be like, maybe something's going on here. I can't even access that folder anymore. It just like kicks me out. Um, so yeah, they need like to do something with that store. I just don't think they will. Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully, like they've they've been toying around with this Xbox um, app on the PC, but I don't know if that's going to, be like disconnected at some stage from the Microsoft store um, or like become its own separate thing because I think that is a way that we could see things improved. But the, that, the Microsoft store is just trash. It's such yeah. a bad <laughs> storefront. Um, I guess the, the thing that we can sort of hope for is that a lot of these games, um, even if they're not on like the game pass sort of infrastructure that like at least they'll be coming to pc and you'll have the choice to grab them on platforms like steam like most of the xbox games are on steam you know you uh gears of war uh, forza i think went up recently yeah um I, I don't see these bethesda games not being available on platforms like steam going forward but also the thing is that you're paying for the subscription service, right? And so the only way to access that stuff is through that particular platform storefront. And that's where the issue becomes a bit of a problem for, especially these um, heavily moddable games that people use with uh, some of these titles. Um, and not being able to access those files is a huge problem. And I think it's something that has not been addressed as of yet. So yeah, it's an interesting thing to look into. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, 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 it surprises me how little it's discussed. But I've had enough. I don't know. I yeah. go like, yeah, I don't know. I go pretty ham on it. I still think, like I say this in my opinion piece. I still think the Game Pass Ultimate is an incredible fucking deal. Uh, if you've got both an Xbox and PC. Or a Game Pass for PC is an incredible deal if you've only got PC. I still think just based on the games you get outside of uh, the trash, right, so far, um, it is it is still a fantastic deal. But over time, if, if they don't do something about the Windows Store... Mm-hmm. And if it continues to fucking neuter games like Skyrim, then I think that that value proposition will change. And yeah. do, you, do you need me to call Uncle Pete, like, and sort it out? Is that what's up. going on? Pity, 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 pity. Anyway, so yeah, Skyrim. Right. Um, speaking about Skyrim, I installed the Outer Worlds. Um, over the last week, I've been playing that on Game Pass, yep. Xbox Game Pass. Um, Outer Worlds came out during a pretty busy period of the year, uh, a few years back. And uh, I spent a bunch of time in it, really enjoyed my time with it, and um, thought that I would, you know, I've got some free time at the moment to check out stuff. There's, you know, a lot of whole lot going on. Um, so I, I jumped back in, created a new character, 
this is you know after all the drama of trying to get it installed on a specific hard drive that I wanted to, um, which I never ended up doing. But there you go. Um, <laughs> fight it up. Uh, yeah, start a new character. Ran around and spent like a stupid amount of hours playing this. Um, playing this game. It, it's it's yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, Obsidian really have done a good job with taking like some of their their strengths um in terms of writing and storytelling um yep and i think that it's just in terms of like it's fine as a shooter um for like an rpg shooter if you compare it to the games like they've done in the past and um you look at fallout 4 and sort of i don't like the shooting in those games that they've done previously i just don't just Mm. don't feel good um but this one at least feels like it's fine. It it's serviceable. It does what it's it's there to do. So uh, I've enjoyed just messing around with all that sort of stuff. Some of the weapons you get are really cool and fun. Um, like I'm currently using a a pistol that shoots like burst fire um, and sets people on uh, like acid damage. Um, it's got like twenty rounds in it, so it it it's basically doing I think a thousand DPS at this point, which is <laughs> wildly above anything that i've currently got like i've got rocket launches that that do like 400 tps and this pistol is just mincing everybody um so that stuff is really fun um the characters that you come up across are really interesting and neat to talk to like it's very it's it's like black comedy humor that um you kind of get choices thrown at you that are very weird and um strange to deal with then you don't necessarily have to be like good or bad there are some very middle ground solutions to these things um sometimes there are very clear cut like if you help this faction and then help this one who are fighting with each other it's possible to sort of appease both of them and, and and sort of deal with it that way and you know that is not necessarily um, something that you may discover if you're sort of not exploring this world as much as what you can because yeah. um, you may just solve a problem for one of them and the other yeah. one's really pissed off about what's going on. So there's it's very deep in terms of like the solutions that the game throws at you and the quest lines. Like you've got to really do a bit of digging around to sort of find these little intricate paths that... Um, interweave with each other and eventually you can solve them in a way that is interesting and sort of fulfills different aspects of a, a quest line um so that stuff is is really cool and just the um uh like the world itself is is interesting to run around with and see all these strange characters um, that you come up against uh like it's nothing it's 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 not like breaking boundaries in terms of what it's doing it's just like a solid fun game um that i think like if people want to see what the team who made one of the best um sort of fallout games have done recently and, and things um uh you know and sort of how they've taken their lessons they've learned from that that game and move forward um i think it's a, a great example of um the this the type of projects we may see from them going forward like if they came out with 
uh what was the rumor that they're maybe working on a new fallout like at some stage or like another really? new vegas i think everybody's sort of wanting them to do that that'd be cool um and now the fact that like bethesda is part of microsoft and and yeah. obviously see like oblivion is also part of obsidian <laughs> xbox as well um it's a perfect sort of marriaging between those two but but at the same time they they kind of went and made their own like the outer worlds is basically a a fallout style clone game um with maybe some less rpg elements in there but yeah. uh it, it does what it does really well so i've enjoyed my time with it um i think if people have game pass and they haven't checked it out it's definitely worth worth uh playing because it's a it's a ton of fun um and just sort of exploring that world is is really neat like the new dlc really... looks really good too the yeah, murder, yeah. There's a bunch the of DLC, murder mystery, right? DLC play it. that the game has. I guess the only downside to it is if you do play it on Game Pass, you don't get that DLC. You've got yeah. to um, pick it up. But you you get 25, 30 hours of a game for free and decide whether or not you want to. Not for free. You're paying money each month, but whether or not you want to spend some some cash on um, the DLC. That's kind of what piqued my interest. That. Um, seeing all this talk about the dlc that's coming out this noir focused um content and so i thought i'll just i'll check it out and then it was like eight hours later and i'm still playing i'm like yeah this is cool (laughs) um so yeah it's fun good stuff enjoying it um if you want to watch a good video too ign's got one of their uh speed run devs watch devs react to speed run (laughs) videos oops for Mm. um for new vegas Oh, was it New Vegas? Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, hilarious, hilarious. Yeah. I love those. Videos. I mean, it's always, those are always good fun because you'll see the devs being like, "Yeah, we know about this thing. Like, yeah, yeah we've seen this before." And then something will happen. And I'll be like, "Wait, what? Hang what on. is? Why is he? <laughs> why is he doing this? And how is that happening?" Yeah, because most of the time, devs are like, "Yeah, we know that problem's there. It, we, we've we knew about that, but yeah. we didn't fix it because we didn't want to." Or like sometimes they leave those sort of things in there for that community. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, those those are quite fun to watch. Um, that's the Outer Worlds. Uh, the other game that I jumped into last night was uh, Diablo 3. Um, I started playing some Necromancer, which I haven't played before. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm not sure how I feel, feel about it. It's... Did you play the Diablo 2 Necromancer at all? No. No, it wasn't. No. Um, he was all about like hordes and hordes of enemies and like yeah. raising skeletons and all this sort of crap. you like running around with a little posse of just dudes that you would fight. <laughs> You'd fight your little gang with. Um, yeah. Necromancer basically uh, is able, like some of his main abilities that he's got... Um, He's able to raise skeletons from the dead and fight alongside you. Um, I think the default to start off with is like seven. So you've basically got seven skeletons running around. Doesn't cost anything. It's a passive ability that just sort of goes, um, just runs runs around with you. I don't know if they take damage, at least. Uh, I, I don't know because I haven't seen any of them die at this, at this point. Right. So um, it could be because I am so fucking um, paragoned up that they've just got so much health that they're not taking any damage. Um, I do have it set to a high difficulty. I think I'm like three, 
like the level just below torment um it's like three up from normal three or four up from normal uh because it's a brand new character and so uh so he's able to raise skeletons from the dead um every time that you kill something in the world they leave behind like a corpse and this is where a lot of his sort of abilities play into effect where uh like one of the ones that i've got you can explode corpses and they'll do like an aoe effect um and cause a, a crap load of damage but also any time that you explode one of these they can cause like a chain reaction so if you've got a fight happening like I, I can so i've had fights where i've just blown up like 40 people 40 monsters and just like a button press because they've just chain reaction all blown up one after the other um so that's kind of cool he does a uh his resources like an essence where um, every time you do damage with a certain ability, he gains essence, and that's what you use to cast some of these other abilities. So um, he's got, I think the first one you get is like a bone trap, sort of springs out under the ground. It's like these bone spikes that cause damage, gives you essence, uh, and then you're able to use a, uh, I'm using a bone spear at the moment, which uh, goes through people, and I've got like a, a rune attached to it where every single person it goes through it does like an extra 20 percent damage on top of it um so i'm playing around with that i've got a uh a buff on my character that i press and whenever it's like a giant aoe um for every person that's in that radius i get a, a certain amount of armor on top of me and it stacks up to 10 times so you get a you know even though i'm not taking any damage at the moment i just it goes onto his character like it forms which kind of looks cool so I, I pump that up every once in a while and then the other one is that i'm rocking a um another aoe that slows uh people down enemies down in a radius and uh i think it causes them to take a certain amount of extra damage as well um so like i'm still sort of gaining a bunch of his abilities at this stage i'm i'm only like I'm towards the end of Act One, but I'm like level twenty-seven or something at this stage. Like I'm just smashing right, yeah. through levels because of my because of my um because of how high the difficulty is basically at this point. I could probably bump it up again if I wanted to. Like I'm not I'm 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 not having a hard time yeah. against enemies in terms of them doing damage to me. It's sort of the other way around where the gear that I've got, some of the fights that I'm getting into, is really taking some time because. They're just so tanky and yeah. like I'm not doing enough damage yeah. um, to them, and but they're also not doing enough damage to me. Um, so I don't really know how to counteract that. And I'm just not interested in standing there for a minute, fucking yeah. pressing. Like, oh, I just want to see shit explode uh, at this point, but also get good gear. So, um, yeah, I've been enjoying that. Like, it's it's fine. I don't think it's worth the, the money they're asking for. I think it's like, I think it's like 23 bucks or something at this stage just for that one character um that is way way too high (laughs) that is insane um it shouldn't be that i'm just trying to check now i'm just it's 22 australian um no (laughs) like it should be way less than that yeah 10 bucks maybe yeah Yeah. at the most um but like if if you're the type of person likes that game then uh, check it out i don't think it's as good as some of the other characters i play like i really like my demon hunter yeah um, class like i think she's awesome um 
I've got a bunch in there that I've, I've I've maxed out. I just don't think that he is. He's kind of not really what I thought he was going to be when I yeah. picked this up because I, I remember playing it in Diablo 2 and having a lot of fun with it. Um, maybe it's just going to take some more time because he just kind of feels really slow at the moment. Uh, like he's he's mouse one is very Reaper of Souls uh, is only twenty five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Necro is 22. That's fucking insane. And you need mm. Reaper of Souls to play Necro, so... Do you? Yeah. Yep. Gold. Gold. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, I just thought I'd mention that quickly because I was going to jump in on the weekend, um, but didn't get around to it. I was playing some WoW instead, and so uh, last night I thought I'd fire it up and check it out because I never got a chance to, to see what, what he's all about. Torchlight um, 3 hits still a great the game, game Pass for PC tomorrow. Which one? Torchlight 3. Oh, yeah. Nah. No? Yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Not that great. I, I know you like, don't. I feel like. I know you didn't love it, but what about if we can play together? It's got co op, right? Right. I think so. I think it's got well, co op. Will we be able to play together with me on the Windows Store and you on Steam? Oh, you need to try and be able to install it first, <clears> I guess. First, um, first step. Yeah, I'm not sure. We we could obviously check it out. Um, yeah, I, like, I just don't think it's, there's a lot of depth there. Like, they got to that first game was a really good, um, like foundation, but they just didn't. Yeah. Like three feels like there's nothing added in there that's like anything new. It's just very one note. Like I've seen this before. Um, yeah. Like just off the top, man, I can't recall anything that's like completely different that blew me away. It's just, it's more of the same. Yeah. So that was kind of disappointing. Um, but yeah, if you want to check it out, we check it out. All right. I think I've still got it installed. All right. Yeah. yeah uh, mixed reviews on Steam. It's got. I don't have it installed. <laughs> um, I think... Four seconds. Yeah, mixed reviews. Um, you got to remember when that when that first launch, it was having uh, a lot of problems. You know, Recent early access, reviews but are still it'll... mixed anyway, 54%. Yeah, I'm trying to find the graph, but it's not popping up for some reason. Oh, here it is. Did you say graph? Yeah. The, the graph. Fucking Captain America over here with his graphs. What do you call it? It's a graph. It's a graph. I, it, I think I've always called it graph. You've never called it graph. Never ever. Why would you call it graph? <laughs> graph. Graph. Graph sounds like a fucking stick up my ass. <laughs> yeah. All right. We should Gotta crack out, out some of the graphs. Oh, Mr. Fancy XL over here with his graphs. Wish I could roll my R's. And then I could say graph with a rolled R, but I can't do it, so. Graphs? Yeah, graph. Ah, well, neither of us can do it. That's why we're here, top notch podcasters. All right, moving yep. on. Ad, ad, adios. Adios. Uh, adios. 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 Uh, yeah, this um, this was pretty. I don't know. It was getting. It's, it's second on you and trending in the uh, Steam store. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, it was getting a lot of heat. People were uh, excited for it on Twitter. It is a, um, a narrative adventure about a pig farmer who decides he no longer wants to dispose of bodies for the mob. Ah. And uh, it is basically a... Um, interactive a visual novel basically a visual novel i would say right uh with slightly more um gamey like instead of being like you know usually visual novels have you like sitting there reading texts and clicking to get mm. to the next line instead this is all voice acted and you do move around with wasd sometimes and a bit more walking sim uh yeah a bit closer to a walking sim um but yeah uh i hated it i mean right from the get-go right from the get-go yeah i like let's 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 get some things clear uh right from the get-go my bias is i am uh generally against any game that uh that i don't know uh pretends to be interactive and yet doesn't really offer any meaningful choice uh i i just i'm predisposed to dislike games of that manner uh if hmm. you can't make meaningful decisions that impact the course of the game uh and those meaningful decisions can go all the way down to uh your ability to shoot things uh if you don't have the if there's no agency for the player agency being the literally what i just said um then i am predisposed to not enjoying that as a video game because i believe interactivity is fundamental to the concept of video games uh and i and yeah once you take like once the interactivity begins to resemble different methods of pressing a play button mm -hmm. uh i am generally predisposed to to not enjoy it and i've like i bring up visual novels because i've seen visual novels actually do different things with this right it is cap the the interactive fiction genre is capable of making it so that you are um able to to make meaningful choices choose your own adventure books i suppose are the most uh obvious uh version of this concept right adios uh adios whatever uh instead plays like just um you don't get to choose the adventure there's just you just do the things it says you have yeah. to do um it's buggy as fuck uh i have a video of me spending five minutes unable to start the fucking game uh because for whatever reason it never registered it, it like i guess does a very simplistic tutorial in that it tells you to press tab to open your journal and then uh, after you close the journal you're supposed to then press w and you get up out of the out of the seat that you're on to mm -hmm. go tell this this hitman 
that you've quit, that you're quitting. And then the rest of the game is sort of a discussion between yourself and the hitman uh, about, you know, whether you should quit or why you shouldn't quit or whatever. Um, yeah, I think it's well, like, I think the voice acting is quite good, although the hitman's voice acting sounds tinny. So the sound balancing is off there for some reason, but the main character's voice acting is really good. Um, mm-hmm. I think it tells some interesting stories, but like some interesting narrative elements, although it's, you know, a little um, wanky. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I guess it's just a little America-centric, uh, which I'm not a fan of, but I guess, you know, that is the character. Uh, there's... Like, I think my problem... There's one bit in it, right, where you feed... You're feeding your horse. Right. You're feeding your horse, and uh, you've got a bucket of apples, red apples, and you're feeding your horse, and you're like, here you go. I got you Granny Smith, which are your favorite. Hey, Granny Smith apples are fucking green. That is literally the defining feature of the fucking Granny Smith apple. They are green. They are green apples. They are, yes. It is very upsetting to me. I don't know why, right? But it made me question everything else. Like, does this does this old man just fucking not know shit? Does he not understand? Someone told him that's what they are, and he was just that's what he's grown up with. But does that does that does that call into question everything else that he said? Right? Does he no long does he not really know the in depth extremely patriotic fucking background of his fucking pigs as well or is that like or did they just fucking goof like is this there's it's a 70 minute long game and like why is that like you gotta i'm i'm guessing that all of this has been very carefully crafted right carefully put together um, to to create, like every detail is exact. This is my assumption. Hmm. So either I'm reading too much into the fact that he doesn't know what the fuck apples he's using, despite being a farmer, or like it's just a goof. And does that like what what does that mean for the rest of the game? Does he not know shit about fucking tr- chestnut trees or whatever the fuck? He, yeah, chestnut trees or yeah very american pigs or like all this other stuff like how much how many other details in this are wrong is it are they deliberately wrong is there some sort of meaning i'm missing or what right because what else am i supposed to do with a 70 minute long game except for read way too much into things uh because that's it's i supposed to be a character examination right hmm what gets me about this is that if it hadn't been a game, if it had just been, I don't know, a nicely acted radio play, uh, then you wouldn't see this shit. You wouldn't see the fucking apples and there'd be no question about it. It would, But it would also play out exactly the same fucking way. Apart from the lengthy part at the end where you have to catch five fish to catch one fish, mm. uh, which is literally just throwing out a line and then holding the mouse button very slowly in a 
WarioWare-esque minigame that doesn't have any of the charm or franticness of WarioWare. Uh, apart from that, right, everything is just... You could literally listen to this as a radio play. But then they couldn't charge $25 for it on Steam. Uh, and... Yeah. The fucking reviews for this. One of the reviews is like, I've played this game for two hours, but I've encountered a bug. Uh, I've encountered a bug that means I can't finish it. I still recommend it. I'm like, you've played the fucking game for two hours. It's 70 minutes long. So you've, you've belted through expectations. But it's got a game-breaking bug. It's 70 minutes long, and it's got a game-breaking bug that means you can't fucking finish it, and you recommend yeah. it? it? Fucking excuse me? Like, how? How? How can you recommend that? Mm. So there should be a game review. <laughs> Sounds like 7 out of 10. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah. Like, you know what? Sounds like you need some dream daddy in your life, or something like that. That's if that's what you're after. Some adventure, <laughs> adventure games, adventure games. No, like, yeah, I'm not. I don't hate visual novels or interactive fiction. It just needs to actually involve interactivity, and yeah, this doesn't. Let's keep in mind, I have not finished this game since I ran into a bug that halted my progress. I got very near the end from what I could tell. I'm going to restart and do it tomorrow. But in the meantime, let me tell you how I feel. And then it's loads more words about how they recommend it. I just, yeah. Like, if you encounter a bug in a game that is literally... Literally at the start, the the first thing you do breaks the game. Hmm. Nah, nah. Sorry, nah. Twenty five dollars. Nah. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, fuck this game. Uh, yeah. Would you say adios to adios? Very good, very good, Luke. <laughs> very droll. Um. Anyway. All right, moving on. Let's move on then to uh, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. I've been playing Breath of the Wild again. Uh, yeah, we've been talking you about- You needed a new story game. You roll about that novel and you're like, Breath of the Wild, let's do it. Let's fire up some good stories. <laughs> I really want some unskippable storytelling now. Um, no, uh, somebody was asking us about emulating uh who was it who was it going back to the days the old days right um monkey magic asked it and then before that i believe it was yeah nice nico was asking questions about emulating and uh i'd actually been in the process of setting up the cmu emulator for a while uh because i don't know if you watched it but like IGN have been on a bit of a Breath of the Wild. Well, Cam Shay from IGN has been on a bit of a Breath of the Wild kick. He makes the game look so fun and charming. 
that I'm like, oh, I should check it out again. And then I'm like, but not on the Switch. I'm going to play it on the fucking emulator. I'm going to play it at 4K, 60 frames a second, uh, you know, the way it should be played, as opposed to uh, 720p at maybe 25 frames a second. Maybe, mm-hmm. depending on where you are. Um, yeah, holy shit. Uh, this game at 60 frames a second at 4K is absolutely fucking gorgeous. Uh, fantastic. And like, I think setting up, setting up the CMU emulator was uh, a bit of a pain in the dick, but once you do it, mm-hmm. seamless. And then you add in BCML, BCML, yep, um, which is a mod loader. Uh, and it's even better. You can, you can add mods in and shit. Uh, I am, I was constantly running into all the shit that I remembered fucking hating in this game. Um, like the, you know, the fact that you don't have enough inventory and you'll open up a chest, but you've got all the swords. You've been picking up like tree branches and shit. And then you open up a chest and it's got a fucking good sword in it. You're like, oh, okay, excellent. And then you press and it's like, your inventory is full and the chest closes and you don't get the fucking sword. So you got to empty, you got to make space in your inventory and then go fucking open up the fucking chest again. But there's an animation every time that you have to fucking wait through. I'm like, why? Why the fuck can I not just, like, who? Who fucking did this, right? Or the one that gets me the most, right? Holy fuck, man. How did this... How did this get allowed? How how is this game revered as one of the greatest of all time when this in particular fucking exists? When it rains and you're halfway up a mountain, your mm. options are to wait until the rain stops or go and do something else. That's it. Those are your options. How is that fucking acceptable? Oh my fucking God. It drives me fucking bananas. Like, how is that okay? So what's the fucking, what's the gameplay there? How do you play around that? Who who decided that was fucking good? Oh yeah, that's fucking good. Yeah, I fucking love that. This is perfect. Like, make it so that when they're climbing up a fucking mountain and it starts raining halfway up the mountain... They have. They just have to sit there and do nothing for maybe upwards of five fucking minutes. Just what the fuck? What the actual fuck? Or like, the, you better the, hope it's not lightning either. Yeah, if there's lightning, you you're probably also cooked. But like, you're cooked even more. Literally cooked, uh, especially if you got any metal on you. But like. I just don't understand, man. Like, why would they do that? Why? Why is that? It drives me bananas. That, uh, durability, weapon durability. Uh, The best thing about playing on an emulator is you can turn durability, uh, you can change, change the right, like I've I've got, there's like cheats. And I've just turned my fucking durability to double. Everything's got double the durability. So now instead Mm -hmm. of fucking my sword dying, after two hits, it takes four hits, which is fantastic. I've got a mod that makes all the like rebalances all the combat, which is awesome as well. I wish there yeah. was a mod that auto skips every shrine introduction. Hey, here's something, right? I do not need 
to see a fucking slow pan of the shrine that I'm just about to enter. I just don't need it. Like, not even inside, the outside of the shrine. Every shrine looks the fucking same. Why do I need to watch this? You don't. You could skip it. Excellent. Why make it happen at all? Just fucking let me walk in. I, I'm guessing it's because the Switch and the Wii U were, you know, not that powerful and they needed to kill some time, right? They needed to yeah, kill some time loading. for loading. Um... Which is why I, I wish there was a mod that just let me fucking go straight in. Also, you press this button, it slow pans, and then you have to walk into the fucking shrine? Holy actual shit. That is fucking amazing. That's so good. And like the fucking, oh, the voice acting. Holy Jesus. Every time anyone talks, you're like... Why are you talking so slow? <laughs> please. Please just fucking... I played a lot of Slay the Spire. While playing yeah. Zelda, because they just they just yap. They're like, "Oh yeah, time to tell you all about Calamity Ganon." I'll be like, "Yep, cool." I'll get my phone and I'll play some fucking Slay the Spire. This is going to mm. go on for ten minutes. It's unskippable, and there's nothing I can do about it. Fucking the Blood Moon, Link, oh, yeah. Link, beware the Blood Moon. That is literally how Zelda sounds. That is <laughs> identical. I just fucking nailed that impression. Was perfection. Yeah. Can you turn off the Blood Moon? Uh, Can you turn off Zelda's think, Blood Moon feature? I just, like, I think you might be able to. You might be able yeah. to. Because yeah. that was the one thing in that game where I was like... Because <sighs> I felt like I was accomplishing something in that game. Like, yeah. I'm clearing out all these areas and all of a sudden she comes in and she's like, I'm going to respawn everything. And you're like, what? What you, the fuck? You fucking what, lady? Are you kidding? What is this? Far I was Cry playing too? this like I'm playing Dark Souls, and you've just reset. Like I haven't got no bonfire. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't hear no bell. Um, yeah, I think you might be able to. There's probably a mod for it. Um, I have mods. I have mods for. Uh, there's a. Sh there's one that changes the model of like this shield that barely shows up into a hoverboard uh, that has okay. infinite durability while you're shield surfing. Uh, which okay, yeah, yeah. genius uh, that's wonderful I've got one that redoes all the balancing in the game it's getting roped into they're doing like this massive massive like balance project uh, mm -hmm. but it rebalances all the fights and stuff in the game which is but the, it's already perfect why why it's why already the best game ever made yeah it's the greatest um and I've got one that makes it so that you jump a little bit higher. Uh, not much higher, but literally just high enough so that you can trigger slow-mo. Because you can only trigger slow-mo uh, when you've jumped a certain height. But what it means, and I this was another thing I learned from IGN's video um, from Cam, uh, is that you can do the... Uh, What's it called? Like the bomb, the bomb boost, mm -hmm. where basically you drop a bomb behind yourself, and then you drop another bomb in front of that bomb, and then you trigger the first bomb, and that blasts you across the fucking map. Uh, and it is fucking amazing. Uh, it is the best way to get around in that game. No, I, I don't, I don't move like regular anymore. I only 
bomb blast my way fucking everywhere because it's just i mean you're just floating everywhere you're like soaring on the on the open friendly skies and then yeah you can do it in midair although i haven't really mastered it yet and the problem the only problem with it is uh because nate's playing as well and we both we both decided we'd like ratchet up our stamina before we started on our health and uh if i fuck up the bomb blast i die <laughs> every fucking time uh and yeah it's especially challenging when i'm in midair so i haven't really mastered it yet but when i do get out of here get out of here i'll be fucking all over the place um but yeah, I am enjoy like I'm enjoying it outside of the stuff that drives me absolutely fucking bonkers. Outside of the stuff that is like some of the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh outside of that, fucking amazing. Like I it's got to be that's got to be what it is, right? If that stuff didn't bother me, then I think it probably would be a strong contender for best game of all time. Right? But that stuff does bother me a, a lot, a real lot, because it's fucking awful. Um, so yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Um, All right. But yeah, Simu, uh, and you can like it's actually once you've got it all together, it's actually really fucking easy to do. Um, and yeah, it is really good playing at sixty frames a second. If anyone else has been playing uh, Breath of the Wild and they, they know of any must-play mods, don't suggest Linkle. It's too weird. Linkle is like the um, gender-swapped Link. And uh, there are some extremely not-safe-for-work mods for gender-swapped Link. And it's such a weird fucking... You're like, you, you'll just be browsing like, oh, this, like, this one will let you like shield surf uh, like jump off the back of your horse and then shield surf behind your horse as opposed to riding your horse, which is pointless, but like, fuck yeah, why wouldn't you do it? I'm getting that mod. And then you'll the mod next to it is uh, Victoria's Secret bathing suit for Linkler. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, who is doing this? Who is spending it's got all of six this times time? as many downloads? As yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I'm like fuck yeah, I'm gonna shield surf behind a horse, and meanwhile, horny motherfuckers are whacking it to Linkle in uh, in their modded version of Breath of the Wild. I'm like, that is just odd. I'm just so out of touch. Anyway, um, and I don't even think that's not probably not like I've got. In the mod browser, you have to actually tick a box to look at the not safe for work ones. Hmm. I haven't ticked that box because I'm not interested. That's one of the safe for work ones. <laughs> it has to get a lot worse. I can only Im imagine how much worse it'll get. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. Right. How, how did you get your legitimate copy of Breath of the Wild into the emulator? Um... There is a very interesting process that you can go to to yeah. uh, dump uh, your fully legitimate copy of Breath of the Wild into the mm. emulator. And it's not that difficult to do. And that is what I did. 
Thanks for asking. What if, what if I don't have a CD, <laughs> any sort of disk drive on my PC? Because I don't. Um, I'm sure you could find a workaround. Find a way. I'm uh, sure. Okay. I'm sure that would actually be significantly easier than yeah. dumping, which is quite simple. Um, but I'm sure it would be easier to not actually have to dump it. Um, yeah. To just, a copy. Yeah. Yeah. We, you've definitely got a copy. Gold. Uh, yeah. Anyway, great questions. Uh, but yeah, you can, yeah. It's actually, CMU's like really good for all that shit, actually. Um, cool. Yeah, you use this thing called Wii USB Helper to dump your your games uh and you can actually um use that if you can't find the cd as well which is really interesting um mm. although i wouldn't recommend it because we do not advocate the cool cool crime of emulating games yep that you haven't bought that you haven't purchased yep yep all right Good stuff. That was Breath of the Wild, the uh, Wii game released in 1927. Um, <laughs> 2017. Um, yeah. Wii U. And uh, looking forward to the sequel. All right. Let's move on to Loop Hero. Do you play more Loop Hero? You got it, you got it uh, running quick after last week. I told you you could, you could patch the game, mod it. Change that game at I've, I'm playing at ten times speed. That game at ten times speed. I cannot believe I ever played it at regular speed. Holy shit! That game is meant to be played at ten times speed. You just fucking belt through shit. Managed to manage to find uh, the secret boss you were talking about. I do not understand. Oh, now I get it. Now I oh, fucking hell. I literally just got it. I, I've been, like, I got to the secret <laughs> boss. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? How the fuck, what the fuck does Frank Oz have to do with this shit? Because I was like fucking locked in on the dark crystal. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. It's gonna like, it's gonna be like some dark crystal type shit, right? No, it's Kermit the Frog. You fucking dork. You huge fucking dork. Anyway, um, made me uh, experiment with swamps a bit more as well, uh, which I hadn't been using at all. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, just farting about trying to find uh, new ways to like combine stuff and whatnot. Um, it's just a yeah, it's a good little uh, time killer game at at ten times speed. It is like a bite sized game that you can get through pretty quickly. You don't even fucking you don't even touch it. Like the first five run first five loops you sort of just drag whatever fucking gear um mm -hmm. like mid fight you don't even fucking bother with like waiting you just drag it up in the middle of the fight um and then you only really have to pay attention after that um but yeah you can you can get uh to 20 loops pretty quickly which is good you get a lot of fucking farm out of that um and yeah, yeah. Still good. Still enjoying it. Good times. 
But, have uh, you run into any weird bugs? Because that was the one thing that I read that it made some things buggy, people thought. No, I didn't. I haven't run into no. anything that I thought was buggy, um, but uh, I have just been hunting down secret bosses and stuff, so I might not even be able to tell necessarily if there are any bugs. I haven't had crashes in particular, but I am only mm. going to 10 times. I think Junglist has been playing it like fucking 16 times and he's had some crashes so there might be it might be like i may be below the threshold to really push it too far um 16 is too greedy he's just greedy unbelievable yeah um but he's yeah he was like he was a bit down on it he was a bit down on the game not down on necessarily i think he just feels like it it's designed around uh exploitative uh like brain trick shit as opposed mm-hmm. to being fundamentally good design but playing it at 16 times speed he's actually feeling the the game part of it which is interesting um yeah it is it is a much better game at that speed i'm very intrigued as to why they decided to limit it to two because yeah why wouldn't you fucking ratchet it up where you can you know um anyway yeah that's cool of, uh, they, okay. i was gonna say they announced last week that they sold half a million copies in their first uh week of sales which is awesome. uh i think that's what i was estimating somewhere between 500 and a, a million I, like i wouldn't be surprised if we get another announcement yeah um over the next week saying they hit a million because that thing is is doing pretty well yeah um <laughs> Like, I just think it's it's a very clever use of a lot of different mm-hmm. game mechanics. Um, and, you know, it's a great idle game. Yeah. Ha! You admit it. I got you. I fucking got you. <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of Junglist, uh, I was hanging out with Jung uh, on the weekend and we played Catan. Uh, or Catan. Uh, you would say Catan because you're American. Um, now, so you, you and Junglers speak the same with your American yeah. accents. Uh, but I call it Catan because I'm fancy. And um, I'll tell you what, I have been hating on Catan for like three years because when I first played it, uh, the person teaching me was extremely competitive and uh, they did not explain the rules very well. And then they were extremely gloaty when they beat the shit out of me at it. And it was just a terrible experience. I'm like, fuck this game. Fuck it, Uh It turns out I was thinking of Carcassonne the entire time. I'd never played Catan before. Uh, nobody had ever t- taught it to me. Um, I was thinking of Carcassonne. I still hate Carcassonne. Uh, and I always will fuck Carcassonne. But Catan's really fun. Um, I can't believe I'm missing out. Like people have been like, oh, should we play, should we play Catan? I'm like, uh, nah, nah, I've played it before and I had a really shitty experience and I'd rather not. Let's just play something else. Let's just play, you know, a good board game as opposed to Qatar. And uh, I've been missing out. I could have been playing Qatar this whole time. That game's really fun. A bit dice rolly. You know, don't love dice rolls, but uh, there is strategy to, like, it's it's RNG mitigation strategy. So you you got that, uh, you know, at the basis of it, which is always good. Uh, love a bit of RNG mitigation. And then, um, 
yeah, it's just uh, one of those games where you keep track of uh, how everyone's doing and then you inevitably fuck them about as much as you can, uh, which is at least the like just hilarious scenarios. I accidentally won my second game uh, just like 100% by accident. Like I just fucking fluked it. Um, mm. I should not have won at all. But like I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do this. And like you've got like... So you've got this grid, this hex grid, uh, and the idea is to you build these uh, little settlements and these roads, and you're trying to capture resources and use those resources to build more roads, more settlements, bigger cities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but you can there's one other thing you can do with your resources, which is buy these like uh, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like uh, they're cards that do certain things, and. Uh, it might be like uh, get a victory point. It's first to ten victory points wins, and so you can like play all of these victory. Like if you've got four of those cards, you just be like, "Here, I've got four victory points. I win." Uh, but it, there's also like a, a knight card where you can just steal cards from other players, and uh, it's the same as if you roll a seven. And I just I was like just going for these. I wasn't building. Uh, cities or stuff i was just i'd accidentally put myself on the squares where i was getting a lot of the, the resources for these cards and so i was just buying cards every round like constantly and i just mm -hmm. kept getting night cards and uh i was like playing the night cards and stealing from other people and i wound up like with a shitload of victory point cards plus when you have the most night cards, you get like two victory points. And I had the longest road, so I had two victory points. And then you've got like two settlements from the get-go, so that's two points. And then I had a couple of victory points. And I'm like, uh, like they gave me, they're like, oh, hang on, how many night cards? Have you played like four night cards or some shit? I'm like, yeah, uh, I've played five. They're like, oh, he, you're supposed to have this. And I'm like, oh, um, that means I win. Those two victory points mean I win. And they were flabbergasted because they weren't tracking that shit at all because I was playing like shit. My, my strategy seemed quite quite dumb on the outside, but uh, it turned out it was a secret genius. I'm a secret Catan genius. So uh, there you go. Um, no, I've no idea. Like, I still don't really understand how I won, but I do, like, get the game now. So, yeah. Keen to play some more, uh, which is good. Cool. Uh, have you played Catan? Nope. Yeah, it seems like a board game you need like three plus players for, and you're not allowed to have people over. So, yeah, it's sad. <laughs> All I can tell you is it's better than Carcassonne. Have you played Carcassonne? Uh, is that with the C or a K? C. Hmm. I'm looking. I'm looking. I. It doesn't look familiar. Right. Okay. No. I'm gonna say no. All right. Well, fuck Carcassonne. The gap is Catan, not Carcassonne friendly. All right. Now, now that I know what game I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. All right. That was uh. Catan. Catan. Gotcha. All right, Chris let's uh, move on. 
That's the dude from Night of the Rocks, right? Uh, sure. sure. Let's pretend I've seen that film. You haven't seen Night of the Roxbury? I don't think so. Is that Will Ferrell? Yeah, yeah. Will Ferrell, no. Chris Kattan. What? It's a classic. It's idiotic. It was that period of time when they were just making idiotic films. Uh, anyway, moving uh, on. Yeah. What else is on no, this list? I, I was thinking of something else. I've not seen it, but I was thinking of a different film as well. Maybe it had Mark Wahlberg in it or something. What? The 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 other guys? You haven't seen the other guys? Uh, I don't think I've seen the other guys either. Dude, okay. Don't watch A Night at Roxbury. I don't think it holds up, but the other guys is fantastic. Yeah. That movie is amazing. List. Spectacular. Uh, All right. I'll do it. I'll add it to it now. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we move on? Do you want to take do a break? It. What do you want to do? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Hell Let Loose is the last game we've got here. Excellent. Um, we talked about it last week. This is the uh, World War II um, very hardcore first-person shooter on a large-scale battlefield with a 100-player sort of limit. Um giant warfares that sort of thing heavily inspired by obviously uh, games like battlefield or um uh i think we we're talking about like armor um yep. operation Squad. flashpoint like those sort of red orchestra yeah maybe somewhere in between of yeah those types of games are sort of you know not as uh arcadey as battlefield but also not as super hardcore is is operation flashpoint and armor and that type of stuff um but uh you you you'd been playing it last week um i think you recommended me not to play it but so i bought it anyway um, i know i have huge regrets about telling you not to not to get it i I was just convinced that the fucking i didn't think the net code would hold up like honestly but it seems to fucking do okay i thought it was going to be yeah. a nightmare for you to play um, it's a little bit depending on like the first night that we played we were on a server that um for whatever reason the 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 ping was pretty bad yeah. um it was up towards like 300 uh 330 i think i think i got kicked right did i get yeah, kicked I at think, one stage yeah my ping was too high um yeah. it was like 330 it was, it was bouncing around quite a lot but the other servers were okay they're like 170 to 200 depending on what's going on um and when we were playing on that higher one there was a bit of warping going on but it wasn't right. super noticeable most of the time um yeah so it, it was okay um my my biggest thing about like battlefield is that i like battlefield as a game um but the thing that i'd love to change about it when i when we do play is that I tend to play in the hardcore modes. Um, we didn't do it as much as in Battlefield Five. That was more like we were playing um, Battlefield Four. It might have been um, the more modern era one where we jump yep. into hardcore and play a bunch of that. They just yep. didn't really seem to do it. Like it wasn't a focus for them in those later Battlefield games. Yeah, and the. Like it, it's not a focus because they they moved so much away from the time to kill being low. They 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 made the time to kill like a lot higher. There was a point yeah. last year where they put that patch in, 
and made the TDK like even longer. They awesome. boosted it up yeah. like two more bullets or something like ridiculous. that, or three more bullets. Yeah. Um, they toned it down a little bit, but that game has gradually gone from uh, a like a game that was meant to be this realistic World War shooter um and it's gone a lot more like when you compare it to the other shooters that are out there um like you call of duties and that sort of thing they are at the higher end of the time to kill range at this point like i feel yeah. like that is where they wanted to go with that game um yeah. to and their reasoning behind it was that they're trying to get um newer gamers or newer players into it to feel like they're able to last or survive longer by not being killed so quickly. Yeah. Um, and I just don't agree with that. Like, it's, I think decision. it's faulty reasoning, right? Like, yeah. Like, I think it makes sense up front, right? It's one of those things that sounds good if you hear it said out loud, but in mm. practice, it doesn't. It doesn't really work. Right. right. Because yeah. they want people to jump in and not be like, why did I die? I don't understand why I died. Uh, whereas if you make that time to kill a little bit longer, they're like, oh, I can see that I'm being shot in the back. Maybe I can do something. And then yeah. there's an opportunity for them to turn around and shoot a couple of times. Yeah. But then <laughs> I think that's the wrong way of going about it. It's just not an interesting... To me, it's it's not fun. Like, it's you're just pumping so many bullets into these things and it just takes so long for everybody to drop. Um, yeah. Anyway, like, it, it got to the... Basically, for me, it got to that point where I feel like the time to kill in that game has just gone ridiculously out of control. Yeah. Uh, and I've always liked the hardcore mode where it was, like, two or three bullets, yep. you know, and they'd be dead. Like, which, which Battlefield got to a point where it was, like, six bullets like you need to put about six or seven bullets into someone yeah. sometimes like two headshots to yeah. take him down um two headshots was the breaking point for me ridiculous yeah um whereas hell let loose is the opposite like it's the complete opposite of that it is uh one headshot doesn't matter what gun it is will kill somebody they'll, they'll yep. drop um generally one to two bullets in the chest depending on the type of gun you've got, maybe three uh, will put down someone down. And that to me is like the game that I want to play. Like that is the sweet spot. Like I don't want to be smashing bullets into people and being like, oh, are they going to go down? Are they going to turn around and get me? Like I've clearly got the jump on them. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I'm having such a good time with it. Like, cause the time to kill is just so short. It's yeah. you're rewarded for being patient and, and getting like landing those shots Mm. Uh, and if you do land them, for the most part, they'll go down. Like there hasn't been instances where I, I put a couple of bullets to someone. I'm like, I don't understand why they're dead. Like I've clearly shot this person, yep. um, and they're down. Like most of the time, they'll go down in one bullet if you hit him in the chest with the yeah. weapons that I've been playing, which have been like the car um, on the Germans or yeah. um, uh, the machine gun or something like that. Like it's it's pretty good. So. Uh, for the most part, like that's why I'm enjoying it so much is that it's it's such a quick um, time to kill on it. Uh, and, and aside from that, the the pace, like the pace of the game is sort of 
where Battlefield has has really diverged from. Like Battlefield has always been about, been about those like big Battlefield moments, yep. and it's always been about action, action, action. Um, then this game definitely has that, but it's a different type of action. Like it is very much slow paced, and you are getting into positions, and then when the fights do start, it's usually because you've you're trying to cap a spot or you're in a team fight or something like that and and then just shit just goes like out of control you've got bombing runs coming in um like the way that the the artillery strikes or the bombing runs are done um especially the bombing runs with the planes and they just kind of there's like 10 consecutive bombs that are dropped and you just see them like edging towards you and the way they explode like you haven't seen well, at least I haven't seen something like that in a Battlefield game. And I'm comparing the two because I think that Hell Let Loose has huge influence um, from the Battlefield series. And yep. it gives you a sense of scale, right? Like you just yeah. get this, like how you're this tiny person and you see these explosions that are two, like two times a two-story or the four-story building high, right? And they're just <laughs> enormous. And they're, there's just dirt kicking up everywhere. But yep. there's also six more of them heading towards you, and yeah. you're like, "Fuck, I've got to run out of here, otherwise yep. this thing is going to wipe me out." Um, and yeah, it just like the sense of scale in that game is awesome, and like the slow, like the slow move- movements uh, going through grass and and like trenches and crawling your way through dense dense areas of forest to try, to try and get to a, a good spot where you can sort of peek around a rock and see if there's anyone around the corner it's just it's such a slower paced game um that relies so much on team coordination Mm -hmm. and other team coordination um which i don't think the battlefield series is interested in doing anymore like they have just so clearly gone away from all of that they just don't care and uh yeah, that's why I think I'm, I'm enjoying it so much is that they yeah. do all these things that, that Battlefield just, they don't want to do that anymore. They're not interested. It, it reminds me of like um, like PUBG, right? Where PUBG had a, a solid foundation of a game and it, like they enjoyed that, but they're like, no, we want more. We want more people. We want to yep. grab a bit of bigger audience. We want a wider net. How can we do that? And they put in all these features and that sort of thing to try and get a larger scale audience, which secludes the people that liked that game to begin with um and i feel like that's where battlefield has gone they've 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 gone too wide and they're like let's just get everybody in everybody's having fun like you know you can't die and all this stuff and and hell let loose is very much like we know what we want to do um and we're going to do it well and yeah i think it's it's awesome it's a lot of fun it's like fast food battlefield is fast food now right like Hmm. the battlefield moments are a fucking big mac right you can get like fucking 50 billion sold right you get them any fucking anytime you want like you fucking load up into battlefield you get a fucking battlefield moment right off the fucking bat but it's not satisfying whereas in hell that loose the battlefield moments you get right and i still think like in my in my opinion they are still battlefield moments right that is Hmm. A term that I will... I'm pretty sure I coined that term, by the way. I'm pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure I <laughs> yeah, fucking coined pretty it. Sure, yeah, it owes me millions of dollars. <laughs> um, but uh, 
So you said in an interview, and then you started seeing it show up in marketing. But uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I still I still think of them in that term. But like the hell let loose battlefield moments are a fucking steak dinner by comparison. Like you can't have them all the fucking time. You shouldn't have big big max all the time either. But you can't get them easy, right? It don't, they don't come easy. They're, they're effort. There's effort there, but they are so much more satisfying. There's that fucking fight we were having the one where we were on that point like literally doing everything we could to hold that point that one point it was who was it you me drew nate and like two randos right yeah. and we held that point to the bitter fucking end like against all odds uh we were on offensive i don't usually like offensive as a as a mode uh, but we like you've got to cap two points it's sort of like rush uh in battlefield you got to cap these two points and they threw everything they had at this one point and at one point uh eventually um they were overrunning it they were overrunning the point and uh capping it and we must have held onto this shit for fucking ever yeah like at and no point were we going to win that fight but no. it was more about stopping like slowing them down um, and literally what happened is uh, the other, like the rest of the, well, the, the commander told the rest of the fucking uh, team, or the, told the entire team to abandon that point and move to the other one for the defense because the point was lost. And Nate put down one last fucking outpost just on the edge of this fucking cap zone and we all spawned back in. This entire fucking squad spawned back in. And we had like a rando. One of the randos was our medic. And he was like fucking getting us back up in the fucking fight. And we like we lost the point. We absolutely lost the point. We did not hold on to it. But we were the fucking biggest pricks for like it was legitimately like based on like I, I shadow capped it. We were we were fucking them up. For like 10 minutes. We wasted 10 minutes of their fucking time. Because that we were in this one barn. We managed to take over this one barn as a squad. And they were trying to fucking root us out for 10 fucking mm. minutes. They sent a tank to come and get rid of us on this point. Because they couldn't get us out any other way. And it pissed. It pissed away all the time. They, they lost the map. Like not even five minutes later. Uh, after they they gave up they gave up trying to get us out of that fucking point and they went and just went to attack (laughs) and they lost the game five minutes later fucking phenomenal like one of the fucking greatest things i've done in a game in fucking years because it was so idiotic like it it was all on them it was all their mistake in attempting to root us out. They had no reason because we couldn't recap that point. Offensive doesn't allow you to recap points. All they had to do was stop spawning there, but they were laser focused on on getting rid of us from that point. And we wasted so much time. It was fucking amazing. It was a mm. phenomenal um, moment in, uh, yeah. in a game. Like, that was amazing. There was... And we had, like... We've had some fucking huge high kill games um, where we're just like doing that sort of thing again. There was um, when we were playing, 
was it Hill 400? We, you were in that game when we... Oh, like, yeah, that, I think that was my favorite game we've played. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Like, just fucking... We looped all the way around the back, uh, managed to make our way in on this fucking point. We're just fighting over it constantly, like, making our way in. We had a rando in again. What we do is we'll lock the squad... Uh, until all our people are in, and then we will unlock it so that other people can join. Usually, it's good. We had one rando in this one where they were just they were they were a dickhead. Um, but most of the time, it's pretty good. The community for this game is like ninety percent good. The squad leader yeah. chat is gets pretty bad because you know the commander wants things done, and people either have like you know battle deafness, right? They under the fucking under fire there's a tank next to them they're trying desperately to like stay alive and meanwhile the commander's like yeah i'm gonna need fox squad to go do this and put up with this and can you ask someone to be a supplies and you're like fucking hiding in a fucking hole like not even Mm. not even a fucking house or anything there's a divot in the dirt and you're like hiding while you're under suppressed, the entire screen is blurred. And you're like, uh, uh, now's not a good time. And, uh, yeah, but you're, you're also like focused on not dying. So you don't really hear it from the, the command. Uh, and yeah, then eventually you fucking work it out. And, but by that time they're pissed at you. We had, uh, you guys on, we were playing, what was that one? The Road to Carantan, uh, where we found their entire fucking supply like, this is last night. effort, everything, and we dis- dismantled all of it. And it like it didn't wind up helping. We still lost eventually because uh, the rest of our... I mean, you guys couldn't hear the squad chat, but we were the only squad actually following command's orders. Uh, mm-hmm. and we were literally doing everything for that team and like the good like you i don't even care about winning or losing right it's not like there's win loss stats but i do care about our squad being a squad i i care so much about that shit because it's just fucking if it feels good to have fucking done so much and in that game we had the highest offensive rating by the entire rest of our team combined we had more than the rest of our team combined and we had the highest support rating of any squad um, or supplies rating or whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. uh, of any squad, which means we were not only getting shit done in an offensive manner, but we were also getting shit done actually creating opportunities for our team, which is something else, right? It's just, yeah, you measure your success. It is the classic battlefield thing, right? Like a squad is how you measure your success when everyone else on your team is fucking wasting time. Uh, that's how I measure it in, in this as well. Like it is very right. battlefield. It is a fantastic game. I, I deeply regret telling you not to get it. And I'm so glad you got it because yeah, it's so much fun playing it with you and Nate and Drew and Fjarn when he jumps in and Frisco's jumped in. We could like literally have a full t- uh, squad. Hmm. We saw Raced in a game, although Racey reckons it <laughs> wasn't Raced-y. him. He's yeah, just saying. He says. He's saying that because he didn't join our squad. The dog, the dog, dog and the boys. Um, mm. But yeah, there's still like I'm pretty still new to it. Like learning things. Like I don't really understand how the supplies 
work um i know there are supplies and obviously this is another thing taken from battlefield or maybe it's taken from another game but like the commander role which has since disappeared from battlefield the last couple of games um which is kind of like your overall leader that's able to see an overview of the map and call in certain supplies and drops and was there commander command in 2142 or did that disappear after two i think it was 2142 was the last time we saw commander right um did you say 2142 yeah i feel like it was after that i because I, I recall there nah. there was one at e3 that i saw i'm pretty sure i saw one at e3 a commander role in what Battlefield Three then, or Bad Company Maybe. Two, or I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Twenty One Forty Two was the last time we saw Battlefield Commander role. Battle. Maybe it was Field. Oh yeah, Battlefield Three. Oh yeah, they were the ones. Yeah, okay, Battlefield Four rather. Um, they were the ones dropping in supplies and stuff, and you could play it on your fucking iPad. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, because I remember them being at E three one year when I saw the, the they had a like a separate station set up for them. Um, yep. Yeah. Now I remember. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, anyway, so that that's like that's a role that's like I don't really understand this how the supplies really work or what they do. I'm assuming they've got to do with because uh, you can build um infrastructure whether it's like uh bunkers and trenches or uh stuff to like block off areas of the road um uh, artillery mounts and and that sort of thing i just don't really have it hasn't connected to me and i guess it's because i haven't played the role yet um like how you go about building that sort of stuff as well i think that's the support role like i've only played offensive roles like yeah. riflemen's and assault rifles and and that's that's it at this stage so uh, i don't really like i don't know what that stuff does like once you get more man i think it's manpower like how that works i'm assuming yeah. that's got to do with your respawn timers or building those garrisons nodes that or we were just destroying right so, so those yeah. nodes that we were destroying or you were protecting the uh drew and nate from while well, they destroyed them uh they they earn you manpower and you can use that to call in mm. like the tanks, new tanks, uh, bombing runs. Um, there's like some special thing that you can call in where you just get everything for free for a little while, all this kind of stuff. You can, oh, you can use manpower in particular to like double or triple the manpower in a certain location. And so yeah. anyone in that location counts as more than one person, which allows you to like push points cap quicker when, yeah uh, yeah and cap quicker and stuff like that which is cool <clears throat> yeah yeah so yeah. that stuff's cool um we were playing that like uh, it was hill 400 i think it was the same game where we first jumped in but like we we kind of went on on our own little mission like outskirted the the outside of the map and while the it was kind of the two teams fighting for um around the center of the map and and we ended up right at the back and towards their like artillery and, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then just started like killing the dude that was on the artillery and like set up in this house. And they must've sent like so many people up to try yeah. and get us off of this fucking house to, cause it was, the house is set up like, I don't know. That was a different, that was a different 60, game. Yeah. So it was like was 60 meters from the artillery. 
and we yeah. were just killing this this artillery the entire time and they must have set so many people out to try and get us yeah. uh, like we didn't have a spawn nearby so it was just kind of like we'll just hold up in this house sit here and and see how many lives we can take like because that's the thing right is it takes it takes a long time for you to respawn if you're not in a each team can kind of put down a, a respawn station um and it generally takes like 20 seconds to respawn you in um yeah. on top of the 10 seconds it takes for you to die so it's a long time like you've got to wait sometimes 30 seconds to a minute in order to respawn in this game which is why it's so important to to really take your time and uh you know you you run a kilometer and you've got to do it really carefully um because that could be from going from one point to another and that one in particular was driving me that one actually annoyed me a little bit because i was medic in that one Mm. and we weren't pushing like we were playing too carefully i think yeah uh and so i we got to that house and i got shot immediately and because i was the medic none of you guys could get me back in and i think drew died trying to put up a fucking outpost or something oh no we couldn't put an outpost that deep into the enemy territory and they found our actual outposts and yeah that one upset me because fuck man uh yeah because i I killed a fuckload of people oh yeah like you guys (laughs) got shit done uh it was just yeah should have kept me alive should have kept me alive mm. i shouldn't have been yeah. on point basically yeah well that's the thing right is that it's such a like this game's not gonna be for everybody because it's such a slower paced game if you like you're not it's not call of duty running or battlefield running where you just off you go <laughs> like going from point a like legging it you're very much like working as a team and looking out for people because like one person can just obliterate your entire team and cost you five to ten minutes of work um because you have lives like it tells you at the end of your your uh game like how long your longest life was and i've had games from yeah. like 25 minutes like in the one life and you've yep. and you've got something stupid like 35 kills um because these games do go for like an hour and a half sometimes they're just very slow paced a lot uh games that take a a lot of time some of them do at least some of them don't some of them are over in 30 minutes but it's those ones that feel feel like large-scale battles that are these tug of war moments um which are really cool and i like the fact that everybody has their own like respawn sort of beacon that they can go into and and like their team leader can put it down and um that's where you respawn and it really rewards you as a team to not just go from a to b like you really want to go around and find a good spot and uh, and yep. set up an area and then like reward you as a defender by not just camping a house but also yeah. being like oh people are coming from this area like they don't have a spawn there cuz they must have it like they must have put one down yep. and so you, you actually go and find it cuz that'll set them back even longer right it takes them so much longer to get back to that point and so you've got to leave that spot and go looking for them um whereas in battlefield or anything like that you've got control points and if somebody's capturing a point and you're the defender like you just respawn back on that point yeah like you and there's no really there's no uh meaningful like um i don't know what i'm blanking on the word to get outside of the cap zone right like there's yeah yeah well, not even reason but there's no um uh there's no like if you die there's no consequence that's what i was thinking. there's no consequence to like you respawning there because you can just keep doing it 
But in this game, like if you die and you're defending a point, it takes you so much longer to get back to that point like because you can't respawn there if you don't have a yep. beacon nearby. And yep. so you've just got to play it so much safer. Mm. Um, and it just feels like these kills are, are, are so much more worthwhile than in a, a normal shooter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like anyway, I, I really enjoy it. I think there's definitely work to be done. I, uh, I think I think the um, foundation is all solid. It's all good. Um, I want to see them... I think the biggest thing that I'd like to see them work on is the audio, the sound. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't feel. It, it ain't got that oomph to it. Like the. Um, I reckon you're crazy. I, I reckon the sounds fucking amazing. Really? Maybe yeah. it's my audio. It just. It just doesn't feel like it's got that. Uh, like I don't feel like I'm in a war. It just feels too. Like it doesn't feel powerful enough. Like in Battlefield, it's no way. Shit feels like it's going off. Um, and I think it's the gunfire for me. Like the explosion that and that are really good. It's the when a bullet goes past you or like when somebody's shooting a bullet, mm. uh, it just doesn't feel impactful enough to me. It needs something a bit more. Um, and it looks like they're going to be working on a lot of that stuff this year. Uh, yep. The sound effects, at least. So that that's a good thing. But otherwise, um. You know, the, the the biggest area of focus to me is the the team communication stuff that they need to sort out. Like, how do you fix that? And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you fix that. Like, what is the answer to that? Because it's such. It's I haven't tried it yet, but it sounds like such a fucking nightmare to handle um, yeah. when you've got ten squads. Uh, and the communication that is just um, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you do to fix that? And, and maybe one solution to that is that you have better uh better hot hot elements um like uh apex legends put in like better ping commands because at the moment there's ping and that is it as yep. a as a regular player right i can yep. ping something but then i've got to go hey job can you ping my ping and yep. tell the commander there's a tank there and so that you've got to go like okay can you ping it again for me because the ping only lasts like three seconds and yeah. like there's this whole disconnect in the communication tool that i think I, like I understand why they're doing it. They want to make it more like communication is such a big focus of the game, but at the same time, it's so um, it's such a big barrier to. I would try like and- it if the ping lasted maybe ten seconds for squad leads, for right. squad leads only, right? Because then I can see I can fucking see your ping without having to ask you to do it again. But it doesn't make it some sort of like crutch tool that uh yeah. regular play like non non leads can use because i understand what they're going for i just think yeah like you said it winds up in too much fucking too much repeat uh repeated fucking actions that aren't interesting yeah. um yeah <clears throat> and i don't know how that information is relayed back to the commander like do they get an audio notification or is it just an icon on the screen it's an icon on the screen yeah, I feel like it's just an icon on the screen because then I hear people relaying that information back to the commander. And that is, again, another step that doesn't necessarily need to be there because it's more noise for them and the other squad leaders that you've already told them, right? It shouldn't... And you guys can hear all be, my comms to the squad leader, right? right? Which is... Yes. I don't agree with that at all. I mean, uh, no, no, we can't. Um, but we can because of Discord, I think. Oh, is that what it is? We we're, we're hearing because we're, we're playing on Discord, right? So yeah. we can hear it through Discord. But okay, well, I could I could pretty easily fix that by just setting up a like a mute, yeah, a mute on Discord. 
um, for. I mean, it's not a big deal. I'm just saying that is yeah. to me an area that they could improve. Like eliminate, make it clearer when a squad leader is marking something to yep. notify the commander, so they don't have to mark it and then tell the commander, which is filling up a chatter that yeah. doesn't need to be there. Absolutely. Anyway. Um, otherwise like this is the this is for me the reason why i've sort of gotten so like as much as i enjoy battlefield and i keep going back to battlefield because it's that's where i think the inspiration has come from and yeah. that's i like battlefield a lot yeah. um but uh I, I feel like that um for me it's the the time to kill stuff that is really uh pulled me away from battlefield and yeah and because this game is such a quicker time to kill it's um it's right up my alley so and, and the weapons right the weapons of battlefield the last mm. couple of games anyway they've gone back to like world war one world war two and yeah. so they feel like there's no iron sights or anything like that sorry there's no there's no red dot sights it's all yeah. iron sights and you're shooting someone they're taking like seven or eight hits to die and you're just like the, the recoil on them is insane and they're, they're yeah. like weird spray patterns and it's such like it feels such like a um a game where uh you're either playing at a distance using these rifles or you're going super close with machine guns and hoping to get people whereas and i've just that's why i've always liked the hardcore mode because at least if i hit them twice they're dead but yeah in this game like i can run an ar and still get someone at a distance yeah um because I can tap it and they'll go down in two hits or yeah. one hit. Um, you know, you don't know if they're down. They maybe went prone, but like that's the other thing I like about it is that the game doesn't tell you when you kill someone. Um, yeah. If you get a headshot, you probably can hear it. Like you usually hear the helmet flying off, mm -hmm. um, which is an indication that you're they're dead. But otherwise, like if you see a, a, some pixels behind a bush and you spray the bush, like you don't know if that person's dead. There's no notification. Like all of a sudden you're relaying information like, hey, there's someone behind this bush and like five yeah. people are running towards this bush to see if there's someone there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's awesome. Like if if they come out this year and they're like, they make a Battlefield game that is more reminiscent of their older games uh, that is in the style of this, I'd be, they won't. I'd be so pumped. But I don't they think They won't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's, Anything else to add on Hell Let Loose? No. 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 It's good it. fun. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think it's a bit less fun when the servers aren't as full. Like that's I think a problem uh, yep. probably exclusively to Australia with like there seems to be one server that's pumping and one server that's struggling when, to when pump. It, but when it hits peak, they're yeah. both full. They're both gone. And, yeah. yeah. Which is also a problem for... Um, I've seen a lot of Americans in there as well. Like, yeah, I don't know why uh, that definitely is. Definitely heard a lot of American accents while playing. Yeah, which is interesting. But, mm. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, all right, that's available now in early access. Um, Hell let loose. Yeah. It's very good. Definitely check it out. Don't listen to Job. <laughs> Gold. All right. Excellence. Let's uh, do some news, Job bunch here a lot going on um we spoke about the bethesda and microsoft acquisition going through last week and mm. it looks like that uh, rumor of the roundtable discussion was true because they dropped yep. a 
little uh, YouTube video without really any notice. They kind of just put it up and we're like, here you go. <laughs> it's happening. Um, so I watched that. They uh, they talked about, they basically did a good job of like getting in um, a lot of people from Bethesda and letting them talk about what was going on and what they're planning on doing and, and having um, some Microsoft people there as well uh, talking about this new relationship that they built. And um, I guess some of the big things that came out of it was that um, Phil Spencer said that anything that is uh, contractual in terms of obligations um, for their current games like Ghostwire and Deathloop will be on PlayStation um, or any current games that are existing on other platforms, they'll continue to receive service. So um, regular updates, things like Skyrim and, and uh, Fallout 76 and that sort of stuff will continue to, to be as usual, as normal. Um, Elder Scrolls Online was another example because uh, that's, again, still updated for quite regularly. So that's not going anywhere. Uh, but on top of that, they did confirm that Bethesda games going forward will be exclusive to the uh, Microsoft console uh, platform. So that includes the uh, PC as well. Um, it's just console exclusive. Uh, whether or not that is a few other games that have been announced. I guess we have to still wait and see. Like, I still don't know if there are any obligate. Like, they've said there are contractual obligations that I need to abide to. Um, but we don't know about the two games that they've got coming up on their plate, like Starfield and Elder Scrolls. Like, what the plan is for them. If they did make any deals yet with Sony. So, yeah, uh, we'll have to see. But as far as going forward after that, it's a, it's a Microsoft joint. Um, is not really surprising you don't spend billions and billions of dollars to <laughs> to uh you know not make that sort of decision which is cool um uh they also announced some other games coming out to games pass which is now available uh, we obviously spoke about one of them before uh this includes 20 game part uh, 20 bethesda games yep. uh, now available um i thought i had a list but i didn't but i'll go off the top of my head um that includes the likes of uh doom doom eternal um uh what else we got wolfenstein uh the three wolfenstein games um elder scrolls online skyrim oblivion uh prey dishonored dishonored 2 anything else that's jumping out that you can think of job uh fallout 76 i don't think he mentions yeah, yeah fallout 76 <laughs> the fallout games how come you left yeah. that one off the list interesting i i i'm just trying to think of it off the top of my head anyway some good stuff. Some good stuff there. Obviously coming out. Um, I had a, Here's a list. I had a fucking link right below that, what, 18, had, them all, that had them all. Uh, it looks like you got most of them. The Fallout series, Dishonored, Doom, Rage 2. There you go. That's what I missed. Uh, Evil Within. Um, no Evil Within 2. Yeah. It's interesting. It is. Not sure why that's not there. Um, Anyway, uh, good stuff. Bumping up that uh, Game Pass library. And um, anything you wanted to say about this? Did you watch it? Did you just read it? What was it? I just What's read the it. deal? Um, yeah. yeah, I just read it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's about what we expected, right? Well, it, it was about what we already expected. Um, they didn't waste any fucking time about bringing Bethesda games to the Game Pass, yeah. which is cool. 
they basically just brought in like all the big people at Bethesda. Um, you know, they brought in like uh, Todd Howard. They brought in Machine Games. They brought in the guys at Arcane and just kind of one at a time and talk to them about like what they're what they're thinking and what's going on. Like, hey, nothing's going to change type thing. Yeah, uh, which is cool. Yep. Um, um, yeah. Anyway, off the top of that. I uh, got some more news uh, this morning or yesterday. Um, this comes from Venture Beat reporter Jeff Grubb, who is backing earlier reports that Microsoft and Bethesda are hoping to unveil Starfield this year uh, with a release plan for the end of 2021. Which is insane <clears throat> to me. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the report at this stage is that um, they're looking at, they're hoping to have this revealed around about June this year. Mm. Um, with a release, it's in November. This is obviously not 100% confirmed. I think Jeff Grubb put a uh, a figure on top of this. He was saying like 90%. Um, right. This is the plan. It's obviously a plan. It's not official. Yep. So we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, there's a lot of things going on right now uh, for game development. So I don't know. Like, what, like what, otherwise, what does Bethesda have this year? They don't really, we don't really know, right? What they've got no, coming out other than Deathloop. Yeah, Deathloop, yeah. And I don't think Deathloop is their their big their big game. They've usually got one each year, right? Um, and that's a think- Bethesda game. So sorry, that's a Bethesda PlayStation joint. Uh, right. Starfield would be a big one, but yep. I guess we wait and see. Right, anything could happen. That thing could be pushed back, or maybe they'll have some certification to work through now, um, some better certification, some QA with Microsoft backing them. So we'll see. Um, any thoughts on Starfield at all? Like, we don't know anything about it, really. No, man. Uh, nothing on Starfield specifically. I will be very surprised if they announce a game in June and then release it five months later. They're just... They've done that a bunch. A, with much smaller games. Fallout 4 was one of them? No, it didn't... wasn't... That, that was fucking... Well before. That was like fucking 12 months before. Was it? They announced that 12 months before and they gave, they did that, that mobile game. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's how that went down. For announced. Uh, no. Yeah, I'm right. Fallout 4 right. was announced in June, right. released in Shit. November. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Sure showed me. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I still, yeah, I don't know. I'll be surprised. Nonetheless, I, I believe, because we, all rumors had Starfield coming in 2022, right? And then, I don't know, Tez 6 in 2024 or some shit. That's what I thought was the plan. Yeah. But anyway. I mean, it's been, it's been a while. Like Fallout 76 was 2016. 18 was it 2018 yeah so um Bethesda software has been working on some stuff since then True. yep <laughs> yeah um okay uh moving on to more news uh, xbox news game pass related news uh outriders is coming to game pass on console day one so april 1st i believe is the date um i just check in April 1st. I don't um, care. Well, I think the, the the big issue here is now we've got a discrepancy between um, Game Pass owners, right? You've got 
you've got to exclusively come into a console as opposed to a PC as well. And now you're in this weird territory where some games are going to be on one platform and not the other. No, um, that's been the way for a while, man. Like, I, I don't think it's that big a deal. You know, like, they've been doing that for, like, that way for a while. Like, I mean, more news. This is the first listed. big, like, big EA, game. That's- EA Play has come to is coming to PC as of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Xbox Game Pass PC as of tomorrow. But prior to that, it's been on Xbox for fucking six months. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't, uh, I don't, think it's that big a deal. I don't think it's that big a game, to be honest, either. So, I don't think it's... No, I don't think it's going to be that big a game, but it's the, it's the biggest, maybe, game they've put out that's not, like, a third-party game. Um, yeah. That they've just kind of dumped on there that's day one. Uh but it's only going on one of the platforms, which is interesting because they Microsoft has been all about like you can play it anywhere, right? You play it wherever you want, except for now. Now we're getting into weird spaces, so uh, hopefully this doesn't become a, a recurring trend, or it could be just a roadblock. Maybe this is something that comes to PC down the track. We'll have to uh, wait and see. Anyway, um, that's good for people that have Game Pass on console. I go check it out. Right, it's free. Cancel your pre-orders. Um, more news we've got here. Uh, this is stuff that's been happening over the last couple of days. Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick has received a $200 million bonus after earlier in the week laying off 200 employees. Um, this is a bit shit. It's <laughs> like, pretty gross. We've been talking about these layoffs for a, a while now. Um, they're up to over 1,000 layoffs in the last two years, which included eliminating 8% of their staff in 2019. Um, over at Activision Blizzard and further there were further layoffs over the last um, two years and then I think this sort of last week has been a bigger one the earliest report was 50 people that seems to be underestimated it's now looking more towards 200 people um, at this point and uh, I mean this isn't a hey we're struggling we need to cut costs this is something completely different because their CEO has now got a 200 million dollar Pay right or payout on top of their thirty million dollars salary, which is insane. Yeah. That yeah. two hundred million is is probably more than all of those people that have been laid off combined salary. Oh, easy, for sure. Yeah, I it's mean, bonkers. Yeah, yeah, it's super gross. Uh, uh yeah. Didn't Jason Shry said. They uh they got their fucking ninety days of severance and a two hundred dollar battle net gift card hmm. as part of their fucking severance deal, which is also hideously gross. Yeah. Um but yeah, like it's it's yeah. Like the payout itself is is disgusting. It's too much. It's ridiculous. Uh mm-hmm. but a lot of the people let go were from the esports division, right? Um Yeah. This time, yeah, yep. Which sounds like classic corporate restructuring shit, where they just sort of, oh, uh, we're no longer in that business. I've been through that before. It sucks ass. Yeah, I mean, we're no longer in that business. But also, if you'd like to buy an Overwatch team, you can still send us tens of millions of dollars, and you can, yeah, you can do that. Um, yeah, if you want to, like the 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 way they've been handling. We were talking about this on the chat. Their esports side. 
is just like so bizarre to me because they I think they got some good stuff there that they could run. Like they haven't tried to do anything with Warzone at all. Yeah. Um, and I think that it makes for some interesting esports. Um, but for whatever reason, they've refused to do that. They they've done some things, but it's a, a lot of it has been like streamer focused tournaments. I've seen out of yeah. that. Um, but no like pro teams. Like I've been watching the um the PUBG. Uh, invitational or whatever it's called um as much as i don't like that format i still like watching the PUBG esports um so that stuff is really cool i would like to see some some warzone uh that'd be cool like active you've got to remember like activision blizzard or blizzard in particular was doing like ridiculous back in the day with starcraft and things like that and just literally esports exists because of blizzard like literally so yeah um, I do find it a bit. I don't like. I don't like what they're doing with Overwatch anymore. It's just such a weird spot for them. They they do some good Call of Duty stuff every once in a while, but even then, um, like they just don't seem focused on. Like they're not interested in it at all. Yep. It's just such a yeah. strange decision to make. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I mean the 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 weirder decision here is giving this guy two hundred million dollars after <clears throat> this horse shit. Yeah. Um, anyway. That's fucked. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, 2K um, has acquired HB Studios, the developers of PGA Tour 2K21. Yep. Um, obviously, that game did pretty well for them. So maybe yeah. a good move. Pick them up. Yes. Um, and they signed a deal with Tiger Woods, right? Right. Yeah. Which is pretty weird, but sure. Why not? They've been updating that game quite a lot. There's a, there's cool. a new mode out. Where everyone hits their ball all at the same time. That's what you wanted. Which I'm excited, excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh my um, god! I'm should... looking at it on Steam, and there's a review. There's a review from Heath. Heath's reviewed it, and we're going to read it. Heath, who has 84.5 hours on record, three hours at review time, writes, dislikes it. <laughs> not recommended. <laughs> The worst golf game that HB Studios have done. If you're a fan of their golf club games, do yourself a favor and save your money. You'll have a better time with any of the three previous games. I've put 26 hours into it now. uh, And the best thing about it is that I can play online and trash talk with my mates. That's it. Hitting out of the rough is a lottery. The game will occasionally just ignore where you think you should hit it and give you a rubbish shot, even if you would otherwise have landed near the pin. The shot itself is inconsistent with the direction of your swing. I had a shot just earlier. This dude, he is fucking, he's biffed it. He's fucking swung and he's missed and he's tilted his tits off. That's what's happened here. And he's decided I'm going to fucking review this shit. I'm going to fucking get him. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, he finishes it. And HB, ditch 2K. Well, that's not possible anymore. But It's too late. Uh, they read that review and were like, we'll fucking show this guy. We'll fucking get this guy. How dare yeah. he? Uh, anyway, uh, gold, gold. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the slow clap award. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Love um, it. good times. Cool. Uh, I'm very <laughs> yeah. keen to check out this new mode, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, it's yeah, everyone Speed swings golf. all at the same time. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Should be funny. I think I've still got it installed. Um, 
Excellent. Okay, uh, moving on. The PlayStation blog announced that Jade Raymond has started an independent studio called Haven Studios mm-hmm. and will be working on an unannounced new IP for the PlayStation. Um, Jade Raymond obviously uh, has worked on some really big games over the last couple of years, uh, prominently on the uh, Assassin's Creed series. Um, went on to work with uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, did some stuff on Watch Dogs, Far Cry, um, then moved over to EA to start the uh, to start Motive Studios and worked on uh, Battlefront 2 and some other unannounced Star Wars projects. That stuff obviously, obviously fell through. Uh, and then she went over to, she's over at Google um, Stadia and uh, was heading, heading up the Google Stadia team over there. Um, Google, for whatever reason, decided they don't want to work in video games anymore after a year because um, they're idiots. I don't know. Yep. And uh, that's a bad decision from then. Yep. Uh, but then that guy also got a pay rise, which is weird. So fucking hell. Um <laughs> Yeah, and now she's gone to start her own studio. I feel like this is a better decision. For her. She might actually get a game out relatively yeah, soon because yeah. uh, she's done some good stuff in the past. So I'm excited to see yep. uh, what comes out of that, um, which is exciting. Um, anyway, stay tuned. We don't know anything else other than that. That's it. And the last piece we've got here is an interesting one. Uh, Rockstar has paid a modder $10,000 for fixing their gta online's loading times um this started off earlier on uh, a couple of days ago where a, a modder found that like there was this weird loading difference between gta online and like just gta <laughs> loading um they then did this whole like debugging of the the code went into it uh, found the actual source code that was causing the problems. There was, I think, a couple of different sections in there. Uh, ended up fixing that source code, applying an unofficial patch, and then running it back through um, the game and ended up cutting the loading times in GTA Online by about 80%. Um, this is It went from like minutes down to like 30 seconds, 20, 30 seconds. <clears throat> This post, this blog post, got a bunch of traction uh, online, and uh, eventually Rockstar noticed it and said, "We're looking into it." Then came back and said, "Hey, he's right. Uh, we've found a fix, and we reckon we can have it done by the next day." Uh, yeah. So then they then patched GTA Online. There's a bunch of like uh, benchmarks that went out that I saw from different websites, being like, "Yeah." This has cut my loading time down by like between 60 and 85 percent. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. so yeah, they ended up running that patch through a lot of happy people uh, playing that game now, and then they gave him ten thousand dollars for his goodwill of finding that. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's killer. GTA Online uh, has always had long loading times, yeah. I know <laughs> that's uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome that they, they went out and got him the uh, I guess the bug bounty. Mm. uh for his efforts as well um yeah that was usually related to security concerns but of course security bugs but yeah i uh, gave it to that anyway gta online has had a big resurgence recently a lot of um the role-playing servers are being kicking yep. off uh yeah i mean other than that like gta is always in the top like three in sales every week it's re- that game is it's got some legs 
It's ridiculous. It does. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. there you go. That's the news. Good stuff. Any any questions this week? We do have a question. Uh, it was from it? it's from Baz. Baz writes. Hey, fellas, do you think we'll ever go back to the days of old where companies like Blizzard or EA will go back to a business model of manufacturing new games? Or are we doomed in a downward spiral of microtransactions and loot boxes? Mm. When I heard they re-released Burning Crusade, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was a meme. They better slow down with X-Packs or the classic version will uh, catch up to the current version. Wow. Anyways, it seems like there is a huge hole that has been left in the games market for companies with large amounts of resources to create new games with exciting gameplay. I think that's why indie games are doing well, although they have limited resources that are trying to fill a gap. A typical example is Valheim or many other successful indie games of late. Oh, a bit pessimistic, Baz, um, but uh, I guess I see where, where you, what, what you're getting at. Like, it's... Uh, it's a tricky one, right? Mm. Because, uh, you know, these big companies are extremely risk averse, right? And uh, and new IPs, new games are generally very risky. Uh, there's a lot of risk involved that they can't really uh, necessarily account for without... Uh, and, that's, mm. and that's why we get things like microtransactions and loot boxes because that way they can, you know, uh, mitigate risk even with... Uh, doing something brand new like you know an Overwatch or whatever, fucking Overwatch is so old too, crazy. Um, yeah, so we wind up in situations where they do that shit just to just to mitigate the risk uh, and and avoid that stuff. But nevertheless, I do think you know uh, they are bringing that heat eventually, slowly but surely. I don't think you know Battlefield Six is supposed to come out this year. I don't think that'll be uh loot box inundated they do like their their sort of they like it as a progression system but i think they fuck i hope they've learned the lesson from battlefront 2 um they seem to have with battlefield 5 so you know it's absolutely having skins like without a doubt there's going to be some sort of loot box system in there but it was not game battlefield 5 has like you know showed that they were able to temper the impacts those loot boxes had on the game right so I, I don't think it will necessarily be as uh you know i just think i just think battlefront to show them the error of their ways they surely won't make the same mistake again in my mm. opinion but we will see um and blizzard blizzards blizzards in a tricky spot a eh? because they're not they're not just Blizzard anymore. They're Activision Blizzard. They are a giant machine. It used to be mm-hmm. that Blizzard operated extremely independently of, of Activision, but now yeah, Activision anymore. Blizzard is an entity in and of itself. They're no longer two separate things. And I think that is a pretty big uh, pretty big deal because it means that the Activision portion has a large impact on the Blizzard portion. And so we wind up seeing stuff like yeah burning i was surprised at burning crusade coming to wow classic as well i I do think that's pretty fucking odd um but yeah i think we're you know it's easy to be pessimistic in uh in the lean times right uh and we are in a bit of a a games drought but uh you know as we were talking about before we may see starfield 
later this year, which is a brand new IP. Deathloop is coming this year. Uh, I think Bethesda is is bringing some of the fucking goodness. Yeah. It usually people. is Bethesda, right? They they've been known the last decade to put out, uh, like try new things. You've had The Evil Within, and they got Ghostwire Tokyo coming out, and Deathloop, and uh, yeah. so they've sort of like rebooted Doom, um, like Dishonored. They, they've done some really cool. Like they're not just pumping out like Fallout every like Fallout yeah. and Skyrim, right? They're they're chucking some other things in there, which is why I think like Microsoft needed new IPs and new games, and that was yeah. probably one of the best studios they could have went out out for. Like it's such a, hit, a home run for them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So, I mean, just gonna hold out for the good stuff. It'll come. We'll get it. Um. Still, I still don't know how the fuck Ghostwire Tokyo is supposed to work, what it's supposed to be. Still don't really get it. But um, other than that, yeah. Yeah. Would you feel like fucking uh, Far Cry, aren't we? That's got to be soon. Well, Far Cry was supposed to be out already. It got yeah. pushed back. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. There's Halo Infinite. <laughs> Classic. Um... What is Warner Brothers? Well, that uh, Batman game. Batman. Um, yeah, the one new of the Batman, Batmans. The co-op one, right? Gotham yeah. Knights. Yeah, it's a bit different. Uh, but yeah, that's an interesting. Good question. An interesting to think about. Uh, but I'm trying to be more optimistic, Baz, because uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm generally a pessimistic person and uh, mm. a bit of a cynic. Um, I don't know if that's been made very abundantly clear over the course of 560 podcast episodes, but uh, yeah, kind of. I think clear. that's why we're seeing a lot of the. I think, like Baz said, if I recall what he was talking about, like seeing uh, the rise of indie games that like taking yeah. more risk of some of this stuff. Um, like you look at the top 20 in Steam, and half of them are indie slash. Uh, you know first ip sort of original ip games um there's a couple of things in there that are like if i bring it up really quickly like obviously there's the um the valve games which are always going to be up the top but you've also got stuff like dead by daylight and rainbow six siege in there and valheim and loop heroes in there at the moment apex legends and uh okay i just loaded it now um Stardew Valley and Ark Survival Evolve, like yeah. a lot of these games are sort of the first game in there. They're original IPs, right? Um, there's a couple yeah. of like Grand Theft Auto Five, obviously, and Destiny Two and Team Fortress Two and uh, Counter Strike Go is, I'd say, it's a sequel. Um, anyway, like most of that stuff we see, that's why PC gaming is so interesting because we you know, we talked about Hell at Loose today quite a lot and that's a yep. that's an indie game out of yeah. did you say it was sydney the base in sydney i think the home office of this studio is sydney but i looked into it a bit more and i believe they might be like worldwide with just a one point based out of sydney yeah yeah fair enough um all right cool good stuff yeah good question is that it all right is that it that's it. That's our questions. 
Easy. Um, all right, that's the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Pocket Cast, wherever you get your podcasts from. We're on there. Uh, the Gap or the GA Podcast. Please rate and review the show. You have a moment. It helps other people find us. Uh, if you would like to leave us questions, you can do so via our, our email, the GA Podcast at gmail.com or jump into our Discord page, the gapodcast.com slash Discord. You can leave us questions on there. You can jump in, talk about random things that are going on. Yeah. World of games or movies or TV or whatever is happening. Uh, you can also jump in and play games that are happening most nights, as far as I can tell. Um, people playing like, I don't know, I feel like there was like a, a Warzone thing going the other night and people were playing like Hell Let Loose and yep. uh, was all over the place. Uh, so that's cool. Lightning took, nearly- out my, uh, took out my internet so I couldn't join in on the Warzone fund, but I want to check out, apparently the zombies have moved to the prison. Yeah. It seems so, like yeah, they're going to blow them up. I was able to play Hell Let Loose because it was already updated, but you can't mm. risk having fucking Battle.net launch because how fucking big are fucking Battle.net updates? Lord. Yeah. The rumor was that they were, were going to blow up this map um, yep. and slowly introduce zombies, which is what they've done. So that rumor yep. seems pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like basically that. there was this ship off in the distance in the water you could see. And then the next update, like the ship crashed into the towards like prison and then like a couple of days later there was a zombie outbreak at prison and yeah like that so cool i love the storytelling in those games um the stuff fortnite's been doing lately like i watched a bunch of that stuff that looks really cool they've put like it's like crafting in there now for upgrading your guns and right weird (laughs) other weird shit that's happening in that game like uh, i think that stuff's really cool um Anyway, you can go on uh, to our Discord page and do that. I nearly, I nearly jumped in and played uh, Satisfactory. That update came out, but um, oh, did it? It's in the experimental branch, so I'm not sure uh, no, at this stage. No, no yeah, I'm waiting. They're I'm testing waiting. it for another like three or four weeks, and then they're going to drop it in the um, early access, right. uh, the main one. So we'll see anyway um you can also find us on social media facebook.com slash ga podcast twitter.com slash ga podcast you can go to our youtube page the ga podcast.com slash youtube watch the podcast in video format and uh if you'd like to go check out other things on our website the ga podcast.com you can go do that it's got links to everything we just talked about on the show including mm-hmm. uh previous episodes you want to go catch up on some of that stuff or you can read a bunch of job's frequent articles that have been going up recently um Last week, talked about why you like playing the medic class in shooters like Hell Let Loose. Yep. Um, week before that was talking about Call of Duty. And then this week, we'll be talking about... Uh, you tell me, what is it? The core of uh, Xbox Game Pass is the, t- is yep. the working title. But it might be a cool. bit too sensational. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, again, you can go to thegapodcast.com and check that out. And that is all thanks to our Patreon members help keep this podcast going and the website running. Uh, if you would like to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash thegapodcast and become a recurring member. Uh, we appreciate everyone that does it every month. We, um, we do. Helps pay the bills. So thank you so much thank for you so supporting much. this. All right. Anything else you would like to pimp out for this week, Joe? Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, no, just uh, just that that piece that'll go up on the gapodcast.com or my YouTube channel at Joey Jojo. At Joey yep. Jojo is also my Twitter. Uh, I haven't been tweeting a lot, um, but I don't know. Just a bit burned yeah. out on social media. I just spend more time on Discord. We're uh, uh, jumping- TikTok videos. That's what you should do. 
Hell no. <laughs> um, jump into if you if you're playing GeoGuessr, we do we do the daily, and everyone breaks down how they arrived at their answers, and yep. I, I I find that so. I don't know. It's just uh, really interesting to see how people get to their answers and stuff, especially when they're like close or like really close and they're like, oh yeah, I saw this and then I was able to work out this. And like, yeah, it's just a, it adds a lot. I've, I let my GeoGuessr sub expire, but I still play the daily every day, uh, which is good. Good fun. Hmm. And yeah, everyone shares their stuff on, on there. Anyway. Nice. Um, you can find me twitter.com slash Luke Laurie, L-A-W-R-I-E. And I think that is it for this week. Um, not sure what we'll be talking about next week. Is, is there anything coming out that you can think of soon? Uh, no. Not? Uh, no. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, oh, well, I'm sure we'll find something to talk about. Uh, slow period of the, the year, but um, hey, we went for two and a half hours this week, so... I'm sure we'll fill the time. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Catch you all next week. Love you. Bye.